Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, For The Girl fam. Welcome back to another For The Girl podcast episode. The sun is shining. I have a Diet Coke from Chick-fil-A. And I'm excited. I'm ready to go. (laughs) She's always got her drink. Last podcast episode, she was raving about... Well, she didn't share this, but before we got started, she was raving about the Olipop grape flavor. Kind of a hot take, but I agree with her. Now she's got her Diet Coke. Yeah, and you know what's funny is I'm so excited. Tomorrow, my mom and I are going on like a little girl's shopping day uh, to celebrate my birthday. And she was like, do you want to go get coffee beforehand? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Because I saw this drink on TikTok, of course, that is like a strawberry coffee drink from Starbucks. Like, it's supposed to be, like, chocolate-covered strawberries. What? Yeah, and I'm so excited to try it. I can't wait. I'll text you immediately and let you know how it is. So, Does it have, like, coffee in it? Yeah, so I think, like, it's, like, some sort – maybe, like, some sort of mocha base or whatever. And then it's, like, a strawberry cold foam. So it's, like, a – Oh, dang. That sounds good. I I don't normally get into those, but I just was like, I don't know. Something about strawberry really got me. (laughs) Speaking of my love for drinks. Oh, that's amazing. No, I know your love of drinks. The other day I was in Starbucks. Well, not the other day, like a month ago for the holiday flavors at Starbucks. Immediately text Mac and I'm like, Mac. Which one? (laughs) What do I get? The sugar cookie or the peppermint mocha? (laughs) And then sadly enough, I got, well, it's actually the whatever it was a different one and I got the one you didn't say and I was like dang it oh dang you should have listened to me should have listened to me but yeah so life is good just you know all the things but today we're talking about transitions and yeah you've had some major life transitions I'm sure you're gonna share a lot more in the podcast but like can we just get an overview of how different your life is now from six months ago it's wild Oh my gosh, yeah, feeling like a whole new woman. I don't even, yeah, it's crazy. It feels like forever ago that I lived in Nashville and without a child, it just seems like that happened, or like not just 2023, but like way long ago. And so that's crazy. And okay, so you moved from Nashville to Florida. Yes. Yeah. And where do you live in Florida? (laughs) Do you tell? It's called Vero Beach. It's really cute. Okay. It's just a small little town. Okay, Vero yep. Beach. And how do you like this small town life? Oh my gosh, I'm really living your small town life. It's but it's even smaller. I love that I have that. On I, on, I, love I do that too. I have that new one. I on. honestly do too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking like we're, there's probably well, obviously it's Florida. There's a lot of elderly well at least where we are there's a lot of elderly so like the percentage of like young adults is very slim like 
I feel as if I might know all of them already and I've only lived here for eight weeks, but obviously that's not true, but it feels that way. That's how small it is. You know what's funny is you with the elderly people is like I'm looking out my window right now and I don't doubt people know this about me, but my house is literally next door to a retirement community. I look at a retirement community. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's like that's the marker my small yeah town. that's the marker for people I tell people I'm like oh yeah I live in the White House next to the retirement community and they're like oh yeah oh wait that's really funny oh my gosh I actually didn't know that yeah. I feel like I didn't it's know kind that. of a hip cool like maybe a younger one you know like the people who are they don't need the nursing homes that kind of there's like apartments and houses and things but yes yeah they're like more active no I feel like I live in a retirement community for sure Mm -hmm. I mean everybody's everybody's living their best life coming here for the sunshine live somewhere else for the other the other months but yeah it's pretty fun out here you know we we're here for the beach and the sun and my parents my sister all the things so living next to family is a change too so there's that there's so many changes for you it's crazy so crazy I can't even wrap my mind around it honestly yeah here we are giving a podcast. The about people it. need to know that how often you text me for decorating advice. <laughs> we really do talk to you know we talk about so many things under the sun, <laughs> but decorating advice is a regular occurrence for sure. Because we moved into this new house. I mean, we renovated the house that we're in right now, and it's a miracle that it like turned out decent. I mean, I had to pick out like tiles and fixtures and wall colors and vanities mm-hmm. like you yeah. name it everything was picked out and by it's not me your and gift. I'm a terrible yeah. oh no and uh, so I had to make a lot of decisions you you know a lot weren't passed by Mac yeah. and it's a miracle that they passed but but yes I have literally texted Mac like just randomly you know just so out of the blue I'll just be like send her a video of my living room and be like what do I put in this corner or <laughs> I don't even know. The best know. part about it is so, you kind of actually listen to me. Like, <laughs> immediately. Yeah, immediately. Purchase. Immediately. <laughs> it's kind of so funny. I'm like, wow, I never knew I had so much power. <laughs> oh, gosh, it's real. Well, I've actually, I like, I texted a couple other people, like, at one point. I was like, okay, what do you think of it? But now it's only Mac <laughs> because yours is the best advice. Like, I didn't understand what other people were meaning. Like, Mac is really good at interior design. I'm, like, really thoroughly impressed. I always tell her in another life or maybe when she's older she can do that for her yeah, life. Yeah, that would be fun. You're really good. Thank you. You're, like, really, really good. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, that's such a high compliment. Mac, she'll give you the budget-friendly solution, <laughs> and it will be straightforward and cute. Yeah, I'm thank like, you. oh my gosh, we thank love you. This. So, okay. are the chairs behind you right now new? I think like I haven't noticed those before. Or have those always been? Yeah, this, they're new. This might have been. Oh no, they've they're always here, but they're new to this home. If that's what you're asking, like I didn't bring them from now. Yeah, yeah, I like them. I love a good little sitting nook in a bedroom. That's the dream. Yeah, this lamp, though, uh, I love Amazon, but then sometimes they give you bugs. Yeah, like, it's risky. I've no- I've noticed if you order anything gold from Amazon, like the color gold, it's really bad color gold. Unless I'm ordering the wrong ones, but it's like, it's like you know, fake looking, yeah. really fake looking gold. You got to go to Home Goods for your is. lamps. Come on. What are you doing? 
Okay, you did not tell me this. I did it? Okay. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow goes to Home Goods. <laughs> no, actually, after this, goes to Home Goods. <laughs> Purchases 12 things. No, I know. I yeah. need to change these pillows back here. This nook is not settled yet. But but what you don't see is your masterpiece of my desk. Yeah, your my desk, desk is amazing. Is Yeah, she really... Mac helped me design mm. my shelving. Oh. What I put in my shelving. Well... We weren't yeah. working with much, but we made it work. Yeah, we, made, we were working with some weird yeah, items. Yeah, we were. Some, some rocks, <laughs> decorative rocks. We were working with um, ratchet Very books. Very ratchet books, yes. <laughs> we're working with just, okay, like the way I have a wedding photo, I have it printed on this weird canvas. Like I should have just gotten it in a cute yeah. frame. Like the decisions I make sometimes, very questionable. Yeah, yeah. you just don't have the natural knack but you are very teachable. Yeah, thank you. Tell them about my, my shelving though in my kitchen, how I did that. Pretty she good. really did. Yes. You really did your open yeah. shelving so well. And I was very impressed by you because thank you. one of the funnier moments of my life was this past fall when Ken's wanted fall decorations to make her house look cozy. And she went and bought like... 10 random, <laughs> honestly pretty ugly things from Target. And she put every single one of them on her fireplace. Like every single, and she yeah. was like, does this look good? <laughs> and I was like, we need to edit majorly. It was so bad. I mean, I was literally dead when you opened my eyes to the reality of what I did. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. Okay, well, we need to get into this podcast episode. I just realized my Wi-Fi wasn't working before this, um, and so I exited all things on my computer in a panic to make sure it worked, and I exited your notes. My notes. Oh, no. My notes. Okay. Here we are. We're back. <laughs> okay, but we're really – I am excited to talk about transition. I'm in the middle of it, so I'm not the expert. But, yeah, I don't know where you guys are at listening to this episode or why you clicked on it. Maybe for you, you uh, are building a family, too, and that's new for you. Maybe you also have moved across the country or just even across town. Maybe you're just in the midst of change and transition with like a church um, that you're going to. Maybe it's a community that you were a part of and you're switching that up. Maybe for you, it's, um, you know, maybe for you, you're just graduating from college and trying to find a new job and figure out your life post, um, post-college and or maybe you're just going to college and that's brand new for you. Maybe it's a breakup. I know that life. I went through that change, big change there. I dated a guy forever and then the newness after that is so new. Um, and then, yeah, maybe for you, you're just in a season of like where your faith just like feels different and you're like, whoa, I feel like I'm really trying on something new, going about this in a new way, connecting with God in a new way. And that feels like a change for you. So I don't know where you're at. We'll look through the lens of all of the things, but hopefully we can give some insights yeah I put a lot of time and prayer into this of like okay not just like practical mm-hmm. stuff like of course I can sit here and tell you like set some good rhythms or prepare like this or prepare like that and there are practical things that will integrate into this but more importantly I really wanted to look at it from like a spiritual lens of just all the things going on in your life and in your heart and maybe what is what is God telling you or how is he guiding you through this um, and I 
I wanted to start by actually looking at a moment in scripture, or someone who also experienced a ton of transition. And honestly, before preparing for this, I was like, oh my gosh, LOL, nobody in scripture like can relate with like life transition. <laughs> ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, wait, yes. I thought of Joshua, who was called to lead the Israelite mm-hmm. army and just the change in transition that they had from leadership here. And there's so much in the, in this in this scripture and in his life story. But just for some context really quickly, we read throughout the Old Testament that Moses had led the Israelite people for so long. You guys probably remember this. It was roughly 40 years to be exact. And he was passing away. He literally lived forever until he was 120 years old. That's great. And so he was passing away and God told Joshua that he was going to be the new leader, the guy for the job. And as you can imagine, he was probably a little bit nervous about this whole situation, but he decided through faith, he he stepped boldly into this. Um, and we see God really give him quote-unquote advice in this new role. And I think it's something that we can learn a lot from today. The first thing that we read about is Joshua learning to trust Mm -hmm. in God and that he really did appoint him and pick him for such a time as this and to like believe deep in his spirit that this was like meant to be, that this change was supposed to happen, that this transition was a part of God's plan. Um, and you read actually in, in Deutem, this is kind of the moment where Moses is like making this announcement to the Israelite people. And he said this, he said, Joshua, <laughs> Joshua will also, or also will cover over, cross over <laughs> me reading scripture ever. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Open your Bibles, guys. You might need to follow along <laughs> with your own. Yeah, eyes, seriously. Okay. Deuteronomy 31, three, here we go. He said, Joshua also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said, and the Lord will do to them what he did to Shino and Og, (laughs) oh no, the kings of Amorites, who he destroyed along with their land. He's basically reflecting on all the things that God had already led them through. The Lord will the Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Be here's the here's the kicker, guys. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. So here, basically, mm-hmm. wow. Sorry about that confusing scripture. <laughs> but here we see Moses telling the Israelite people, "All right, Joshua is going to be the new leader." This big change is going to happen, but don't worry. Trust me. Mm. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be terrified. I'm going to be with you. He says, the Lord, your God, will go with you, and he will never forsake you. Um, And yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of fear. I'm sure Joshua is being like, oh, you're talking about Mm. me. I'm supposed to do this. I'm so scared. Why me? Um, And same with all of the people in the army. I'm sure that he had a lot of questions and wasn't quite ready for this. And I just want to point out how relatable this is. Like, I don't know how you found yourself right in the midst of transition. Maybe it was, maybe it was something that was kind of like forced upon you and you're like, oh, 
I just got fired from my job and now I'm mm. now I got to find a new one or maybe the the breakup maybe that just like you weren't expecting it and it came out of nowhere or maybe for you you really did boldly make a decision you were like I really feel God calling me to this new place or to these new people mm. or this new community maybe you really feel like this was something God put on your heart and I really think that whether wherever you find yourself in this transition, whether it happened to you or you decided to do this, trusting that God is in the midst of it is like step one. And sometimes that's that just takes time. It takes maybe sometimes it, it won't make sense to you, but through prayer and through reasoning with God and wrestling with God and being like, I know you're in the midst of it. I think you'll find that he really, mm. he really is and that this was a part of his plan for your life. I know this was like super big for me moving to Florida. I, you know, we decided to move pretty spontaneously. It was Christmas last year. Josh and I were here visiting my parents and he was fasting like for the new year. And we went to church with my parents and uh, he really felt like after church we should go meet some people. And I was like, LOL, we're just <laughs> visiting my parents. Why are we meeting people? <laughs> and we we went to the little coffee shop over there and we met an awesome guy in the coffee shop. And he invited us to go surfing, which was pretty fun. Well, actually, in the moment, once again, I was like, I'm on a family vacation. Why are we hanging out with strangers in this little beach town? But, you know, Josh really felt led by this. And so... <laughs> I was like, okay, we're going to be social. We're going to go surfing with these new people. Went surfing and met this community here in town that was just, like, super awesome. Like, on so many different levels, they, like, resonated with with us. Just similar desires and ambitions and uh, just, like, really jived with, with these people. It was so crazy because and those are small points of the story but what's just so crazy is josh was fasting and we ended up meeting these people we were out here just visiting my family so weird so odd and actually after that moment we started looking at the housing market we were like oh my gosh wait okay this is kind of affordable to live by the beach and that led us essentially to purchase a home here and renovate it and eventually move but through all of that I, you know, at first I was like, okay, this was like crazy. Like that felt so supernatural. Mm. Like, like Josh was fasting and we met those people. And these people were people that I like really never had jived with the whole time I had lived in Nashville. I really hadn't found friends that I like jived with. Like I jived with them. Like that's crazy. Mm. Like so many crazy cool little points along the way. Even the way we, we got this home that we're living in, this home was under contract three different times and it fell through and then we got it on the fourth time like that and this is like our dream house random details but we always envisioned ourselves in like a little a-frame house and it's that and just so many little like pieces and parts that God showed up in we really felt like it was of God but through the process through the next seven months or so as we were like the change was really going to happen. I had a lot of questions and a lot of doubts. And it was really only through bringing those doubts and bringing those questions to the feet of Jesus, conversing with him about them, wrestling with them, that I was like, okay, yes, this is true. I'm going to hold on to like that little sign or I'm going to hold on to that mm. little promise. Or I'm going to hold on to that moment and just run with it and trust you because I know 
you first showed up in it. And so hopefully that speaks to anybody like also in the midst of transition. I know that there's doubts that can come with it. Um, like I said, whether it happened to you or you decided to do this, like there's doubts and there's questions and it can feel really overwhelming, but trusting God in the midst of it is step one. Yeah, it's so good because I think about every transition in my life, like major transition, and then everybody that I know that's gone through transition. The The truth of transition is that at some point it's going to feel really lonely. Uh, I don't know what it is about it, but there's just something that happens where you get lonely, even if it doesn't involve a move or like this thing where you're kind of in a new community where you don't know as many people, no matter what the transition is, it feels like people just have a hard time understanding and that can really make you feel isolated and make you feel alone. And I love that God's promise to Joshua was simply that like he would be with him. And I think so often we we forget that. We forget that like in the midst of our loneliness, like we aren't alone. God is has literally promised to be with us through the transition, to be with us in the midst of these moments. And he's also the one who knows us and understands us better than anybody. So whatever our heart is like struggling with, struggling to believe, struggling um, with fears, struggling with doubts, insecurities, whatever it is, he gets it. And he can carry those burdens for us in the midst of transition. And so I think it's so good to like hold on to the promises of God that he made at the beginning that maybe led you to the transition. And then also to just remember that on the days when it gets hard, when it gets lonely, especially that you aren't alone, that he is with you and that all you have to do is reach out and like invite him into whatever it is that you're feeling. And I know for me, there's been plenty of transitions where I just like, I don't know. I just tried to like bear my way through it and like figure it out on my own and get, you know, just get to the other side and take it into my own control, my own power. And that often only left me feeling lonelier and more isolated and more frustrated when I wonder if it's in those moments where we feel loneliness when God actually has something really important to tell us. And rather than like just soaking in our loneliness, we would come to him for intimacy and receive so much of what we need in the midst of transition. And so I love the reminder that God gave Joshua of just, hey, I am with you. Be still, be strong, because I am with you. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So good. I'm so grateful that he doesn't just like leave us in one season and pop back in another. Like he's with us through every little bit of it, the good days and the bad days. Um, The second thing that I really saw through this like scripture story as I was putting myself in the shoes of Joshua was just how God like repeated over him so many times through this transition to be strong. And scripture actually says very Mm -hmm. courageous. Um, We just read that for the first time in Deuteronomy 31. But then again, um, in Joshua 1, after Moses had actually passed away, God says, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I'll never leave you or forsake you. This sounds just so similar, but this is a new piece of scripture. He's just basically repeating Mm -hmm. it over and over again. He said, as I was with Joshua, so I'll be with you. I'll never leave you or forsake you. It's verse 6. 
So Joshua 1, verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to you, to their ancestors, to give to them. And then again, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it or turn to the left or the right, um, that you may be successful wherever you go. Actually, let's keep reading. Keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate it meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Question mark. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God goes with you forever, wherever you go. So in this one piece of scripture alone, you can look back at it, Joshua 1. Um, it says three different times, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. He's like, come on, you got this, you got this. And um, I really do think that God is your biggest like cheerleader in this season. He's like, you got this. Like, I know this is going to be hard, but I'm going to be with you. Like you said, I'll never forsake you. So you can mm-hmm. be strong. Like you have permission to be uh, strong and courageous and um, I really do believe that if you get this to this place where you can trust God's plan and purpose for you um, in this season, the trust part, then you really can move forward in strength and you really can move forward in courage. And <clears throat> and I've had to remember that big time in this new season. Like there's been so many, there's just a lot of times in transition where you want to be like the woe is me mm. girl, you know, it's like you're the new girl at school or whatever. And you're like, well, I kind of have the option out because I'm the new girl. <laughs> so I'll just like sit back or whatever. <laughs> but I really don't believe like if God called you to this new place, if he purposed you to this new place, if you are at this new place, whether by whether you decided to or not, like this is God's plan for you. So like walk in it courageously and walk in it in strength. And, and this looks like impractically, this looks like being the one who's going to like boldly text the new friend and invite them over. This looks like showing up to things. Like if you're new to your college campus or you're, or you're new to a new city, like show up to stuff, like sign up for stuff and be there and don't just be there, but be like the girl that's like, like speaks up and shares and encourages and, exemplifies Jesus and all they all they do make friends with strangers um just go all in and you know I really do for me right now I feel like I'm taking this into like my new community to be like strong and, and courageous but um it can look like so many so many different ways maybe it's just leaps of faith or things you need to like actually act in in this new season instead of shrinking back um but yeah I think that as we read through through the old testament like Joshua took this mm. to heart and like there was moments where if he wasn't strong and courageous, he wouldn't have seen like the miraculous. He wouldn't have been like as great as a leader as he could have been um, or probably even just a friend or whatever it was for him. So I think this like took him to like a whole new level in his new. Season. Yeah. And I feel like in our show notes, almost we need to link the uh, in my feels episode on fear Because I think sometimes when we hear this word courage, we think that courage must mean, well, then I cannot be afraid. And I don't think that's true. I think that often courage is always going to come with fear. Like there will be fear, but 
courage is almost when you just do it afraid, <laughs> when you just like step out in obedience, yeah. even if you're terrified. And in the In My Feel series, we talk about like the invitation that Jesus offers us in every single feeling and emotion. And with fear, the invitation is actually faith. And so when you do it afraid, when you mm-hmm. do it remembering that God is with you, that can actually be the very thing that deepens and grows your faith. And I think both of us can say that in the midst of transition, it wasn't like getting rid of our fear (laughs) that like gave us faith. It was being afraid, (laughs) being afraid and saying, Jesus, I'm terrified, but I know this is what you're calling me to do. And so will you do it with me? Will you go with me? And then when you do the scary thing and you watch God begin to open doors and God begin to, I don't know, just begin to do really cool things in your life. That is when your faith grows and your dependency upon God grows. And so I really believe that there's such a gift in doing it afraid and courage doesn't mean that you have to conquer the fear first. Sometimes courage is simply doing it afraid and doing it with God and then watching yeah, how he moves so on the good. other on the other side of that. And so if you feel really afraid, go listen to that episode because we really dive mm-hmm. into that feeling of fear uh, and talk about the invitation that God offers us in it. Hey, For the Girl fam, I'm interrupting today's episode real fast to make sure you know about the best community in the entire world, and that is Delight. Delight is a college ministry at over like 200 universities across the country. So if you're a college girl listening to this and aren't a part of a Delight chapter, don't know about it, well, listen up because this is the best thing ever. Delight is just an awesome, awesome place where you can meet your best friend who's going to cheer you on and who's going to encourage you, empower you in your faith. There's nothing like Christ-centered friendships, um, especially in a time of your life that like a lot of growth happens. It's so important to surround yourself by like-minded people and people that are going to push you and challenge you and encourage you to live a life like Christ. And so that's huge. And then also you get to study scripture together. You get to have meals together. You get to worship together and so many other things. They meet on a weekly basis and so much more. So here's what you got to do. First of all, go to the website, delightministries.com. Look and see if there's a chapter near you um, or at your university. And if there is, you got to show up. You'll be able to find all the details on their social media account. And then if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I wish there was a chapter at my school. Like I really need those types of friendships or I want to study the word with people like that. Well, I really want to empower you to consider starting a chapter. You can start a chapter. Anybody can start a chapter. We really believe that anybody is a leader. You can gather your friends and study the word together. So I want to challenge you to sign up online. There's a little interest form and you just simply like put your contact information in and you'll hear from somebody on the Delight team. They'll tell you the process. It's pretty simple and a life-changing experience. If you don't know already, Mac and I started Delight, like the very first chapter, and now it's grown all across the country, but it's a huge part of our testimony and just like how we became leaders and just what shaped us as women chasing after God's heart. We didn't consider ourselves leaders at first. Oh my gosh, I had like just given my life to the Lord. I felt like I didn't know anything about the Bible. I felt so unqualified. And I said yes, and God moved in giant, giant ways. So I can't help but imagine what God could do through your yes too. 
sign up online. We love it so much. And anyways, let's get into this episode. We'll do another episode another time all about just like how to like got started and all the things we've learned. But go ahead right now, take initiative and sign up. Yeah, that like as you were speaking, it reminded me so much of our post-grad season um, when we were like trying to do ministry together, start delight and all of that. We were like, we were just like fish out of water. We had no idea what we were doing. There was nothing like already started. There wasn't much that we had going on for ourselves that we had to just, I, we kept walking one step forward, one step forward, one step forward. And like you said, you just see doors that are open and doors that are closed. And you just do that. You do that afraid, but you do mm-hmm. it in faith. And that was so relatable in that season of life. <laughs> um Okay, and then the very last thing, this is probably like my the sweetest thing in the midst of transition, especially one of the sweetest things for me in this new season of life of being like a mom and spending a lot of time with new people. And that's reconnecting with the Holy Spirit in the midst of your transition. And I say reconnect because I, I feel like there's probably a lot of people that kind of got disconnected maybe with the Holy Spirit through this because the reality is transition also equals like a lotness or craziness or you just got a lot going on in your life. Um, and so it's like busy, busy, busy. So I think there's a slowing down that has to happen and a reconnecting with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit plays so many different like roles in in our life. So many of us know the Holy Spirit in the crazy, giant, freaky, freaky way, like the healings and through speaking in tongues and crazy breakthrough moments. But I think one of the sweetest parts about the Holy Spirit is how constant the Holy Spirit can be in our everyday and in a very practical way. Um, And in the midst of transition, I think a couple pieces of the Holy Spirit that have been so comforting for me is the fact that the Holy Spirit is is our comfort. Um, and the Holy Spirit is our our helper. Like, you're not alone in this. You know, we saw through Joshua in the Old Testament, he he had the, the presence of God with him wherever he went. This was actually through the Ark of the Cover, Covenant that represented the presence of God, and it was with them. And when they brought the Ark of the Covenant with them, it helped them. And they saw miracles happen in battle, and it was their comfort. They didn't want to go anywhere without it. And so for us now in the New Covenant, we we don't have that anymore, but we have the gift of the Holy Spirit, and it's living in us. And so it's just a matter of us growing more attuned to that and reconnecting with that. Um, you know, we don't exactly experience the presence of the Holy Spirit if we're just running wild or we get too busy. It's really, we do have to like slow down and we do have to remember. Um, and you don't have to do this this change on your own and you actually aren't alone. Um, there's been so many times, I mean, even just recently where I've been like sad about the change and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, the days where like I didn't have a baby and this feels really overwhelming or how do I even be a mom? Or days where I just like miss home or miss old friends and that's sad and, and change is sometimes really hard. And of course I have like my husband who I can talk to about it or I chit chat with Mac about it, which I do those things. But my best moments, mm-hmm. like my most fulfilling moments in the midst of transition aren't on conversations with my mom or with Josh or with Mac. It's actually just when I 
slow down and I bring out my journal or I go for a walk on the beach or I just slow down, period, and I reconnect with the Holy Spirit and I just invite God back into my life. And it's in those moments where I feel like I feel reassured of where he brought me. It's in those moments where I just feel my sadness turns to a sweet remembrance and I feel like I'm not alone anymore. And so I want to encourage anybody who's in the midst of transition, this is like huge, huge to really like turn off the TV, put away your phone, stop calling all your friends and actually just sit in the midst of it. And um, that's been a really, and I've actually had to even integrate new rhythms of that. So for you, even practically, that could be like, actually, like if life is really busy right now, you might need to like, set a new rhythm, press pause on the craziness and like decide right now, okay, I'm going to spend time Mm -hmm. with Jesus in this way, or I'm going to wake up earlier. I'm going to try to go for one walk a day or whatever it is for you. Um, and really decide this isn't something that just like comes naturally. Um, it's something you have to carve out the time for. Yeah. I really love that because I think transition is obviously every day looks different and we're getting used to so many things. And I think what this is, it's it's making Christ your constant in the midst of a crazy season and every day having space where like everything around you might be changing, but he remains the same. And so every day finding the space to be with him, to let his truth wash over you, to let his comfort, like comfort you, to let his encouragement encourage you. And I think it's, easy to use the excuse in transition of like, I don't have time for that. Or like, you know, I'm trying to make friends. I'm trying to figure out this new job. I'm trying to figure out how to be a mom. I'm trying to do all these different things. But I think that's such a good reminder to fight to make him your constant. Like before you do anything else, carve out that space to be with him, to consistently meet with him. Because I think that that will truly bring you the most peace and the most assurance in the midst of a season that can be really hard and really difficult. And so I love that. I think the next time I approach my big transition season, which I got one coming up on approximately April 18th, (laughs) um, that like, I'm like, okay, it could be so easy. And I know I've never been a mom. I know it's going to be crazy. Like I know things are going to be wild. Like having a newborn is going to be crazy, but it just makes me want to like be like, well, okay, I know all that to be true, but I know that I want God to be my constant in the midst of so much crazy and transition in my life. And so I'm going to make that my top priority of time with him. Even if time with him has to look different, I know that I can find space every day to be with him. And so I think that's just like Mm -hmm. a good challenge and a reminder for those of us that are in transition and for those of us that might be approaching one or have one on the horizon. It's like the moment you sense transition coming, it's like, okay, how can I set myself up to consistently rely upon God in the midst of this crazy season? So I think it's such a good reminder. Yes. Yes. Transition does all together. It brings out such good fruit, but it 
we all know that it takes a little bit of time to settle in. So I do want to encourage anybody listening, take these things and run with them. Trust in God. Trust that he's there for you, that he called you to this place. Like really, like if that's not just a quick, like, oh, trust in him. Like you're going to have to dig deep and be like, okay, yes, God, you brought me here. This is purposeful. Let me remember why. Let me like make sense of this for myself. And then walk boldly with strength and courage bring the Holy Spirit into it. Don't do it alone. But if you do these things like consistently through months, maybe even years, I think you'll see so much fruit and so much goodness. And all of a sudden this transition that felt like hard or difficult, you'll be like, okay, it might be hard and difficult, but I see like, this is so good. It's building my character. It's building my faith. And it's kind of fun being so reliant on God in the midst. Yeah, I love it. So, wow, all of you in the midst of transition, we are with you. Ken's gets it. She's right in the middle of it right now. <laughs> and we're just praying over you. We're just praying for God to be so near and to God to be so with you and for you to just cling to his voice in the midst of all the chaos. And so we love you guys. This is such a fun episode. And you know that we will be back soon. We made it our commitment in 2024 to bring you episodes that we are passionate about and that we care about and that God is speaking directly to us that like we have something to say because of what he's spoken to us in them and so uh who knows what the next episode is going to be but i can promise you that it's gonna be it's gonna be good and we're pumped (laughs) for it so until then we will see you soon on the gram we love y'all bye